0: Sally Lucas is taking us today to some parts of Australia that we haven't always been able to visit over the last couple of years, South Australia and Western Australia. On your station two in your RFM, we are talking travel and uh, Sally Lucas, we're, we're investigating some of Australia's delights. Uh, where are we heading first?
1: Well, we're heading actually, (laughs) it's probably not an apt topic, but to an area that has had substantial rainfall, but for all the good reasons, not for all the bad ones. So that's Lake Eyre. And of course, with La Nina, of course, we've had substantial rainfall, as I've said, and and certainly around, you know, Central Australia, Northern Territory, Queensland, Western Australia. So all the rivers and creeks of that Lake Eyre Basin are are currently still flowing into the lake and it's really quite full at the moment. Wow. So it'd be just amazing to go and see. And I'm sure it's amazing to see dry as well, but yeah, to see it when there's this much water. And they're saying that um, an estimated 1.5 deep in in the southern part of Lake uh, uh, Lake Eyre and um, in the Belt Bay, which is the lowest point in Australia, and Lake Air north about 0.8 of a metre. But they said that could be changing, obviously, Mm. the goalposts will move depending on how much rain or how much water keeps coming down which they which they do from the the Baku the Diamantina Cooper Creek etc and they say it can take up to six months to reach the lake so depending on when the rain's fell it's amazing when you think about it, isn't it it
0: certainly is yeah, it's a that, delayed reaction
1: Yeah. A... so obviously exactly. you, you can do tours out of Adelaide and um, they even run tours out of Cooper Pedy if you happen to be driving and you just wanted to do the flight but certainly you can do organised tours which are great to do there's four or five days and even longer ones that will then take in the Flinders Ranges as well, which is such a stunning part of, of South Australia also to keep in mind. And, of course, the other area that is fantastic to do is the Eyre Peninsula because you get the whale watching there as well and you've got some of the most beautiful coves and bays and you know it's just a stunning part of South Australia and I think it gets a bit forgotten like people tend to go to Adelaide and they'll go across to Kangaroo Island which again is beautiful and up to the Barossa or down to Coonawarra or you know up to the Flinders but it is Don't, a little further it's a little isn't further it? Go it. Down yes to Port Lincoln it is it's just yeah. that much further and i guess most people who would do it are maybe doing the the big grey nomad trip or the long trip where they're going across to western australia And they call it Lake Eyre, of course, on the way through. But, I mean, if you've got the time, I mean, there's some beautiful tours, again, out of Adelaide. Um, They've got, you know, uh, even just some short ones, like three, six-day options if you don't have a lot of time, and certainly longer ones as well. So there's a lot to do in South Australia. I mean, we know it's renowned for its lovely vineyards and and grapes. And, of course, the markets, which are almost as good as the Queen Vic markets, really, the Adelaide markets. They're undercover, of course. So it's always nice to go there, which um, I'll be doing in April actually Jane I'm ducking mm. off there and I'm um, having some time in the Barossa in Adelaide um, and yeah so consider South Australia it's open for us of course at the moment and you might then even want to continue on to Western Australia but yeah that's that's another story but uh, at least we can go there now as well which is wonderful and certainly the top end is, is beautiful as well and there's still some good deals which they have during the summer months good promotional deals to go up to the Northern Territory at this time of year as well.
0: And uh, you've mentioned Lake Eyre but a lot yes. of that outbacky type area mm. uh, of course after rain it will um, will certainly come into flower yes. but even without um, and it's very difficult to drive on those roads because they're yes. dirt roads and uh, there are heavy fines if you do drive on them when they're wet Yes, but get to some of those places, it's a magnificent part of Australia and South Australia, Australia as well and very different from the coasts.
1: Well, I still haven't got to Cuba and I must admit it's on my list of one of those places that's always fascinated me with the living underground, or most of them do, of course. Yes, and, um, do. It's, and it's to escape the heat, of course. And um, so they have these beautiful, cool underground dwellings. And I think that in itself, and Udnadatta has always had a name for me, Data. Talking to a lady yesterday, just briefly, Jane and her mother, she doesn't know why she had this saying. We were talking about old-fashioned sayings and every time she, didn't like something or didn't want something, she'd say, I'm sending it to my auntie in Data or my cousin, so, it might have been, but she mm-hmm. said, and she's doing a Lake Air tour, that's how it came up. but she said, I can't wait now to see you in Data and see if that's where all my auntie's cousin, all well, my um, she used to send her cardigans and her jumpers. Oh, I'm sending all those to my cousin in Data. <laughs> so uh, <it's> <laughs> we've got some lovely names, haven't we, in some mm-hmm. of our um, country Two, towns and
0: some. Fabulous names, yeah. and we'll explore some of the Western Australian ones in just a moment. Uh, they're also a bit different from other states, the names. Up. Sally Lucas and I are talking travel, and we're in our own country, uh, heading over, uh, quite, covering quite a few kilometres, and yes.
1: uh, heading off to Western Australia. It's been a year, I think, just about, yes, I'm sure. Since, since it was possible. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. at last, yes, we are heading that way. So that is wonderful. I mean, I am going myself, of course, and we'll be back in about here in about a, a week or so. So just going to visit our son, which will be wonderful. But um, yeah, Perth has, has morphed into a really lovely city from my first visits there when it was a bit like, they were a bit behind the times, like with our waterfront, with Melbourne with what they've done, Brisbane what it's done but Perth has done the same now with their riverfront so it's really very improved and very user-friendly and just really quite a delightful area that they've designed there now and I think one of the best parks any capital city has would have to be Kings Park and when you think about what the original vegetation was on the point where Kings Park is it's really rough Aussie bush gum trees and the way they've converted that park into just 400 odd hectares you know you're adjacent to the Swan River it's the most beautiful botanic garden it's got incredible expanses of of unique bushland as it is but also you've got other different you know pockets of all sorts of different gardens but they've mainly stuck to what's grown in Australia or what's grown in Western Australia so it's quite a unique park and it's beautiful and it's got so many um, lovely little cafes, places for picnics, walks, information centres as I said nearly two-thirds of that park is natural bushland and you've got 319 species of native plants and around 80 bird species so you can actually spend quite a lot of time in that park, don't just think it's a quick visit it's quite a big park to get around The Uh, other thing about it is that the Spring Flowers, Western Australia is so known for its Spring Flowers and
0: that is an excellent place to view Spring Flowers.
1: It is, well we were there one time we were there, yeah and it was stunning it Mm. was absolutely beautiful so keep that in mind, you know you don't have to travel long distances if you haven't got the time because it's just there and of course we've also got Rottnest Island because we're supposed to have the the happiest animal on earth because it always looks like it's got a permanent smile on its face, of course, it's the quacker. But Rottnest is just an absolute holiday haven of beautiful, pristine beaches, bike tracks, walking tracks, aquamarine bays, and you know, you're only a 30 minute ferry ride from the capital of Perth, so it's just wonderful to do that as well. So keep that in mind. And if you're going a little bit further down the track, you can go down to Fremantle, and it's really become quite a funky hip, hippie, or hipster maybe place, if I can call it that. Lots of new little designer boutiques are opening up down there. Interesting what they call their cappuccino strip, where you've got, uh, you know, all sorts of cafes and funky ones. You've got micro breweries there, including Little Creatures, which has their own restaurant and everything there as well, and tasting. So it's lovely to do it by ferry. I We did it by ferry, so it's nice to go down the river and do that. And then, of course, you've got the Pinnacles, which isn't that far north of Perth. If you begin as another nice day trip, you can do just near Cervantes. And they, those casts are just incredible to to walk or drive around and just look at all of those pinnacles is quite an amazing thing to do. So there's a lot you can do in and around Perth, as I said, before you even start heading further afield. I mean, as we all know, you know, you can head down the Busselton, which is the longest, is it the longest jetty in the world?
0: Oh, quite possibly. Certainly the Southern Hemisphere. It was fair, I, I mean, it's, it's fair. how many kilometres is it? I've
1: forgotten More now. More than one. Yeah, I think just it's... A jetty. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just amazing. You can do the little train ride down it if you don't want to walk all the way down and back or one-way walk. one-way train ride which is a lovely thing to do as well and then you can keep heading of course as we know further south where you've got cape blue and you've got all these lovely places to visit albany Margaret River of course we could go on Esperance I mean it, it's there's some delights to explore in Western Australia and then of course you can always go inland into your wheat belt area which is interesting as well to the old towns like Touje and which are really quite fascinating too so it's it, it's got a lot to do and a lot to offer and I think I think it's um, growing all the time like Perth and its surrounds and the offerings and you know getting some you know nicer bars and nicer little cafes and restaurants and there's a lot more to do and they've got a great inner-city bus service, you know, that gets you around a, a city bus. And rail service too. And rail, yes, yeah. the rail is really good. They're, they're, and all their railway stations have got places where you can lock your bike up, you know, so that people can ride their bike and then use your train. So the, they try to make it user-friendly for public transport and make it very simple and easy. And, yes, a lot of the suburbs of Perth are on the rail line, so it, it is an easy way to get around. And you can go for your rail out, out to the west, as we were just talking as well. You can do rail trips out to there as well.
0: And we haven't even started to talk about the north, but... No, another time. Another time. <laughs> to NURFM, RFM, we're talking travel. Sally, it's the time where we take a look at the current uh, travel hot deals.
1: Certainly, Jane. And I'm talking 2023 at the moment, the reason for this being, I'm talking about rail journeys, and they have just booked out so far ahead. Jane, you'd be lucky to get one for 2022. I mean, you could try, and you might get a cancellation, but certainly the Indian Pacific and the Ghan—they're really just booking out such a long way ahead. People have been waiting for so long to do these journeys that they've got in early. Um, but there's one for next year anyway. This departs on Tuesdays, and it's a Perth back to you um, from Perth to Sydney, so you actually make your own way to Perth, of course, if lie over as you would be doing. And these departs on Tuesdays and you've got three nights accommodation in Perth with breakfast, two nights down Margaret River, which is just lovely. It's such a lovely area down there in the Margaret River. I love it. Um, and then, of course, you get your transfer included to the East Perth Rail Terminal and you have three nights on board. And, of course, you get all your meals and everything on the Indian Pacific. It's a wonderful experience. Um, but you do get to stroll along Busselton uh, Jenny, uh, Jetty. sorry, And, yes, it is the longest timber jetty in the Southern Hemisphere, just to confirm. Um, and of course when you go down to Margaret River of course famous of course for wine but not also that there's cheese factories there's olive oil there's in chocolate tasting there's all sorts of things you can do there and they've got some wonderful caves in that Margaret River region so you get to visit the Mammoth Cave and of course visit the tallest lighthouse on mainland Australia at Keep Cape Lewin, and you get to meet the beautiful quackers as well. So that's departures for next year, and that's from under four and a half thousand dollars per person. And there's another one, a longer one, which is that one was just um, sorry, uh, four days. This is Sydney to Perth, and it departs Wednesdays, March to October. So you're boarding the Uni Pacific in Sydney, having your three nights there, of course, and then you're doing once you get there, you've got accommodation in Perth a day to Rottnest, three nights up at the Sal Salis, that beautiful luxury resort at Ningaloo Reef. So for your opportunity there at the right time of the year to do your whale shark swim, which is usually March to July, and also your humpback whale swim, which is August to October. So that's an incredible one as well. And then you get another night's accommodation back in Perth, and that's from just under 8,000 as well. There's a lot included in that, though. It's a really extensive itinerary, as I said. Um, and then we've also got up... To the Red Centre, you've got some lovely GAN expeditions from Darwin to Adelaide that depart on Wednesdays, and you get um, accommodation, of course, um, on the GAN and you get uh, an expedition in um, expedition, sorry, in Darwin, and you come down through Alice Springs, etc., Kings Canyon, and you have um, a couple of nights at the Kings Canyon Resort as well. You visit Cooper Pedi, of course. You do all the off-train experiences. Saturday departures are April to September next year for that one, um, and then you've got. The GAN Expedition, Darwin to Adelaide as well. This is another one called Taste of the Top End. It's a little bit shorter. It's four nights in Darwin. And then you do Litchfield, which is great. It's always fantastic. You're jumping crocs, of course, if people haven't done it before. The Darwin Harbour Sunset Dinner Cruise, three nights again on the GAN, of course, doing all those off-train experiences as well. And that's from May to August next year. So there's lots available at the moment. Jane coming out and also there as far as touring is concerned if you didn't want to do rail there's lots of lovely Kimberley coastal encounters by small ship which is as we know is just a magnificent trip to do so I think that's so good that it's opened up that we can now get to experience that Kimberley coast again if you've never done it honestly forget overseas at the moment just do this, you know, It's you, you will never regret doing the Kimberley Coast. It's like you'd never regret doing the Antarctic or, you know, they're, they're such special destinations that if you haven't done it, just consider it because there's some beautiful itineraries out there that you'll just... We'll, you'll never forget it. It'll stick in your mind forever, the, the beauty of the region. So, yes, I'll look forward to talking more about Western Australia in the not-too-distant future. Excellent. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane.
0: We will talk travel, of course, next Friday after the 1 o'clock news to a new RFM.